You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Welcome back to the Weekly Batuta Advocate News Bulletin, recording live here from downtown Batuta, Desert Rock FM studios in the Old City District. Only two of us today, you've got myself, Clancy Overall, editor of the Batuta Advocate, and of course, Wendell Hussey, our treasured newsreader. How are you, Wendell? Yeah, going well, thanks, Clancy. Um, checking for communists underneath my bed every night before I go to sleep, but yeah, I'm okay. How are you? Red's under the bed, mate. There's plenty of them, apparently. We're going to hear a lot more about them as the 2022 federal election ramps up. Yeah, so keep an eye yourself, and Errol Parker, he's off on one of those boys' trips that he um, likes to go on the nature trips, wherever he goes for a few days to get away from it all. So it's just Clancy and Preppers, I, and we'll get Preppers, in- I believe they're called. Yeah, Preppers. yeah, yeah. That's it. That's the terms that they go under. Now, we're going to get into it with a national story first up, and the headline on it reads, Blokes who sold Darwin Port to China still acting like they give a fuck about national security. Yes, after embarrassing themselves by mangling some weird religious discrimination bill that even hardcore Christians weren't that keen on, the government is trying to convince the nation that we will be a Chinese-controlled territory if a Labor government is voted in in the next election. Yeah, that is despite the boss of ASIO coming out and asking them to not politicise national security, and the former boss of ASIO claiming that divisive comments from the Prime Minister and the Defence Minister actually benefit China and are a greater threat to our democracy than foreign interference. But as the member for Wentworth, Dave Sharma, said on some random Sky News program, ASIO should stay out of politics and leave it to the blokes who sold the port of Darwin to a Chinese company with close links to the Chinese Communist Party to continue banging on about Labor being Chinese puppets. Sounds like Sharma is pulling out all stops as well. Another political story for you next up. And two years of marketing focus groups have determined that it was all Jenny's fault that Scott Morrison and his family went to Hawaii a couple of years ago. Yes, the government re-election strategy of 2022 is to blame the Prime Minister's wife for every mistake he has made. That comes after the light-hearted 60 Minutes puff piece aimed at winning back suburban voters who think the Prime Minister is actually incapable of any critical thought or any form of political instincts. Yeah, it was initially billed as a sit-down with Morrison and his family, but it turned out to just be 30 minutes of Jenny apologising for certain things on Scott's behalf and talking shit about survivors of child sexual abuse with a little bit of ukulele thrown in too. Just another thing the daggy dad is not particularly good at. We aren't sure yet how many more appearances Jenny will be making in the campaign, but if things continue to go the way they are, we can guarantee we'll see her apologising a lot more. Well, she said she hates politics and wants to stay out of it, so we'll just have to see how that plays out. Some celebrity news. An American funny man, Pete Davison, has escalated his feud with Kanye West by asking if he still likes fish sticks in his mouth. Yes, it's a social media fight that's got plenty of the world watching. If you aren't across it, comedian Pete Davison has joined the American royal family, the Kardashians, replacing rapper Kanye West. And Ye is not happy about it at all. Not at all. He's launched a tirade of social media abuse, accusing some pretty entertaining memes and snapshots of a private text conversation with both Kim Kardashian and with Pete Davison. However, Pete Davison, the sickly-looking funny man, this week has fired back, asking Kanye if he's still keen on eating heaps of fish sticks. Yeah, West uh, was later reported as saying he doesn't actually know what that means, but it still hurt his feelings. Some sports news now, and Channel 9 has flown Phil Gus Gould over to Western Ukraine to do a special opening monologue for World War Three. A special occasion calls for the final word from Gus Gould, and with the world watching Eastern Europe, it looks like we could be treated to one of Phil Gould's finest 
communist speeches. As 130,000 Russian soldiers play cards on the Ukrainian border, Channel 9 have transported the rugby league commentating icon over to the snowy battlefields to provide a spine-tingling intro if things do indeed kick off. Yeah, it's yet to be released, but we managed to get a copy of his first draft, and some of it reads particularly well. One segment I've got reads like this. Nerves insecurity, fear. It will all give way to courage and bravery. It'll give way to the commitment you have to your teammates and your nation. It will give way to the commitment you have to do whatever is necessary to win. Why? Because that's what warriors do. Let's cheer on these brave souls and let's hope they can be Origin players tonight. Enjoy your World War Three, folks. Sensational stuff there from Gus Gould. Obviously, there are a lot of comments on that one and one of the better ones was from Gavin Cosson who said, Ukraine just needs to complete their sets have some belief, take control of the football, keep possession. That's how they win tonight. Now, finishing up with some good news for those who cannot stand supermarkets declaring a holiday too early, we at The Advocate can exclusively reveal that supply chain issues may cause hot cross buns to appear on shelves at an appropriate time for once. Yes, fresh out of the oven, this scoop as Australian retailers continue struggling to fully stock their shelves due to the spicy cough-related supply chain issues, it seems like the Easter holiday favourite might actually start appearing in supermarkets around the time they are supposed to. Despite containing sultanas and traces of Christianity, hot cross buns are one religious tradition that a lot of Australians can get on board with, but plenty of criticism has been levelled at our supermarkets for taking the piss a little bit recently. Yes, in recent years, the sweet Easter treats have been popping up in supermarkets as early as January. But with a deficit in forklift drivers, truck drivers and warehousing staff, supply chain issues mean the seasonal delicacy may not be available until just before the Easter long weekend or at a normal time. Yes, uh, hopefully they do overstock though and we can look forward to breakfast hot cross buns for a few weeks after the main event. Anyway, that's all for our news wrap for this week. We hope you've enjoyed it and we'll hope you join us again soon. Bye-bye. Hooroo.